Hi guys, welcome back to season 6, episode 27 of Melon Girl Problem Podcast. And today, I'm going to touch on a favorite live action Christmas movie that I love a lot. And that, you guessed it, is the Jim Carrey version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yet, there are three Grinch movies. Each one had a purpose, different purpose, and an audience. And the best overall is the Jim Carrey one because I think it's superior. And yet, there had been another Grinch movie after that. But I think this one tops the bits because the horrid, evil, soft, lovable character of the Grinch have raised television screens for well over half a century in one form or another, with each and every adaptation being deeply different and unique. From Boris Croft's classic to Benjamin Cumberbatch's new one, each version of the character carried with a different intent, audience, and air. And for some reason, the story of the evil crude monger who utterly despised Christmas a oh to the parody uh, not parody but another another Christmas classic a Christmas carol and actually destroys or perhaps more actually steals Christmas resonates throughout generations and why is it you may think it's strange to say how one Grinch in particular takes the cake um, as they carry with them not only the purple bag but unique appeal and distance different objectives. To that end, deciding what's best among them is simply impossible. However, it is certainly possible to look at the version of the Grinch that has the greatest influence of popular culture, giving its environment and the appeal to the widest group of people with the greatest consistency. To that end, the best answer to the strongest Grinch movie is quite straightforward as Jim Carrey's 2000 How the Grinch Saw Christmas continues to stand out as brilliantly watchable and funny enjoyed just barely above its animated uh, competition and why do i think that uh klostoff grinch is a classic beyond equal because that's the one you know you see the first one that came out in 1956 how the grinch stole christmas it's a classic with a voice by borders klostoff influenced from the still living author of the book it's based upon it's a lovely cartoon intended for children that gave audience the classic grinch song importantly you're a mean one Mr. Grinch, written by Dr. Seuss himself and sung in a comedic baritone by Thurl Ravencroft. The entire special represents a well-crafted 26-minute show, and it's as enduring, enduring as this is lesson on Christmas and giving, but perhaps more of actively taking on it. And then How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the first one, stands above many Christmas specials for its rewatchability. The only reason that this classic doesn't headline the bunch is because it isn't featured length. Therefore, not allowing uh, Kozlov's spine-tingling Grinch to become any semblance of its own character. The special also didn't have a lot of competition, meaning that it didn't have a sound itself out of from among the throngs of modern movies and television. It is, however, an incredibly grinchy tale and the best way to see it is where it all started. But then we have the How the Grinch Saw Christmas animated special, um, Benjamin Cumberbatch's Motions of the Grinch, and it's cute and colorly aesthetic. In terms of pure modern children movies, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, Grinch from 2018, The Grinch Takes a Cake. The movie takes a far more standard approach to the Grinch mythos as the vast majority of the plot beyond the stealing of Christmas serves more as a funny filler than actual character development. Cumberbatch's Grinch is more lovable for a variety of reasons and his Grinch ultimately inhabits a world of as bright, enjoyable characters. In spite of what Tyler, the creator of revamped version of Your Me One Mr. Grinch, may state, this Grinch is just a gotcha green teddy bear who is fun to see prefall every now and again. And as a children's movie, The Grinch is great. It is disappointing, however, in its saying power with the anthropology 
theoretical version of the Grinch as being that isn't nasty but it's just grumpy cutie but for the reason it is the worst among the Grinch adaptation though not by any large amount it's just it's still a wonderful watch but Jim carries uh, Grinch carries complexity uh, and sweetness and um, hilarity and what I mean by that though it seems all that the darkest movie would be the best one among these. Jim Carrey's Grinch and how, and how the Grinch Stole Christmas is shockingly originally version of the character that fully earned every line, every laugh, was served masterful and generally funny moments from the Green Cretan. Uh, Carrey's Grinch had motivation, complexity far beyond what ever should be expected of a character from a short children book and a 26 minute special. Every major character is given an intimate and careful motivation to, to the movie. And the movie's funniest moment still held up with the sympathetic Grinch over two decades. Now, if you watch the Grinch on ABC format, you are given more extended uh, scenes than you are in the VCR version if you own that. In the ABC version, you know how Mary Lou, whose mother is decorating the house for Christmas lights, and then you see Martha Mayhew? Well, you get a scene where she bribes the mayor to make her win the Christmas lights um, competition, even though it's clearly shown that... Uh, Cindy Lou Who's mother actually won. So there's actually more extended cuts that we didn't get to see in the VCR version. But I digress. Let's go back into the, uh, the episode where the Grinch is quotably singing his own theme song, which is just as cringy as awful as it should be. And it's really, really gross. Um, it also shows one of the sweetest moments in Christmas movie history where Cindy Lou Who, the childlike heart and soul and wonder of this movie, the joys of this movie, looks past the Grinch's exterior one more time. And after he this is all the way that his own song calls him awful she simply states that he is warm and it's heartfelt and a lovely tribute to the original while standing above the popular culture of the 2000s to be something unique and that was really special about the movie i feel like for jim carrey is a very unparalleled actor both in comedy and drama and his Grinch managed to bring that considerable talent to bear over a feature-length runtime and this movie is truly one of the true characters of the Grinch and the spirit of Christmas while adding in so much of his own originality that works where it shouldn't and though all three should make any Christmas walk list if a person only has time for one Definitely the Jim Carrey version appeals to kids and adults alike and should be the one selected, even if it is a very mean one. And that's just my opinion. I feel like for me, like, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is one movie that I recognize, even if it's just playing in the background. Like, I know that that's the Jim Carrey Grinch because you have the songs, you have Jim Carrey in that lovely Grinch look with the yellow eyes and him just sporadically moving around in that costume and then him in every scene when he reacts with any character especially when the Grinch is in his cove or his cave per se and he takes off this cloth off this table and he pulls it and the digits just stay there perfectly they don't sprawl the form so literally Jim Carrey had to improvise where he had to went back and knock all this on the table like that was in the script he had to do it himself because it was supposed the dishes were originally supposed to fall off in the script and they did they just stayed perfectly on the table so he literally had to go back and knock the dishes off which i thought was hilarious like he didn't have to do it all but he just wanted to do that because it's like has to be this place i think if you're gonna watch any grinch version i think you truly have to watch the jim carrey 
um, How the Grinch Shall Crush Me, because that personally is my favorite one. And thank y'all for tuning in to this lovely podcast episode. Um, we are literally almost down to the last couple of days in December. Um, by the time this recording comes out, it's literally the 29th of December, and we have two days before the new year goes. So I will see you in the new year, where we bring in the year 2024, where we'll be talking about some New Year's resolutions. I know, you know, we always do one every year, but I think this year should be different, especially since hopefully knock on wood i hope that 2024 gets better but we shall see i hope y'all had a lovely christmas i hope y'all enjoy a lovely new year's and i can't wait to see y'all in the year 2024 i hope y'all take care and have a lovely day until then i will see you soon and thank you for listening to season six of the podcast so far and cheers to many more until then take care and have a great day bye and merry christmas and happy new year